Hello and welcome to another episode of the FOMO cast. I'm Chris here with Tim. Say hello, Tim. Hello, Tim. We got so much to cover. We're starting recording late because me and Tim went down a rabbit hole of the um, new Disney game, which is Disney Speedstorm, which I'll go into a little bit in the, the, the gaming pile just because it's a little bit confusing about the way they do, they do stuff now. So uh, it's interesting to know so people who are looking to buy the game know some facts about it. Uh, but first, we're going to go into our entertainment pile, starting off with the Haunted Mansion movie is to be featured in an upcoming issue of Disney's 23 magazine. I did see a picture from it, and it showed a girl looking. It looked like a, like a great hall or something, and she was looking up or something. I didn't go into it because I don't want to know more about the Haunted Mansion movie because I want to be surprised by it, um, even though I probably won't go watch it. Um, in theater, so I'm not big on that anymore. But um, it's, I'm excited to see what they're what they're gonna do with it. If they're gonna have to go full spooky, if they're gonna go comedic spooky, we don't know yet, do we? Uh, not that I know of. I think it's kind of gonna be comedic spooky, just with the people who are in it: Danny DeVito, Tiffany Haddish, Owen Wilson, Danny DeVito, <clears throat> Rosario Dawson. So, yeah, but it looks so, good, and I think they came out with um, the rating for it, too, and I think it's PG-13, if I remember seeing it correctly. Yeah. Um, I mean, as we've learned, and the big thing um, is that you can say one F word in those movies, so I wonder if they're going to use it. Um, that'd be kind of funny, because um, they did. I don't know if you saw this. There is going to be an F word unedited in... The new Guardians of the Galaxy movie. They have said they're using it one time unedited. And I think what that comes out next weekend. Four days. Yeah. The fifth. Fifth? <clears throat> yeah, because oh, just... yeah, it'll, it'll, it'll be out on Wednesday night, Thursday, Thursday night <clears throat> thingy for the premieres. Yeah, because yeah. I saw a thing on the, the draft and they had a uh, commercial for it. Yeah. Um, I, they, I've been seeing all the updated commercials and they're trying to push it hard. It's like, you know, it's what's his face is, um, it's, uh, James Gunn's last foray for now. Um, and you know, it's one of those things where you're kind of like, I don't know. We'll see. Right. Well, and I mean, it's kind of what didn't. Dave Batista, he's you know this is his last movie because obviously, um, didn't they do something after it? After the Guardians of the Galaxy three, they filmed the holiday special. Filmed the holiday special, yeah. But didn't the holiday special come out this past yeah, it, year? It already came out, but they filmed it right after they finished. Filming. But they filmed it right after, yeah, because it was just a not like a short, but yeah. Um, <clears throat> and then uh, didn't Zoe Saldana say that she's kind of done with? her character as well this will this will be it for her as well yes yeah they they already um they already basically talked about how um the guardians are going to continue but this is gonna be a different iteration and if you ever read the comic books it's it's it happens all the time the teams changed all the time and actually in the second one spoiler alert Sylvester Stallone's character was actually at one time a part of it and Yondu has been a part like all of them have part of it so you know, yeah, we'll see. Um, 
almost all the modern Spider-Man movies are coming to Disney Plus starting tomorrow, as well as Venom. And I believe Venom 2 is going to be shortly behind it. So um, it was kind of weird because they are Sony still. So I don't know how they made a deal. Something's going to be coming up in the next in one of the next Sony's that's going to be like, oh my gosh, I have a feeling. So they there's going to be some sort of trade-off with either you know a huge X, X-Men character or a MCU character showing up in a Sony film in their actual capacity and not just as like they had, you know, Tony Stark showing up in the one and him just being there, not in his suit really. So Yeah, and actually just a little correction on it. Um, because it's my bad. It's actually <clears throat> April twenty first, so it's already out. Oh but it's only going through mid May. So <clears throat> you got a couple weeks to Oh, so it's not staying. Watch them. No, it just says um we're releasing on Disney Plus beginning uh, tomorrow, April 21st through mid-May. Okay. Get to watching it, people. Um, so, yep. We do have the new uh, the Peter Pan and Wendy More Stories to Tell featurette highlighting expanding story elements on Disney+. Plus. Um, I think people are confused what it's about, so I think they had to kind of do this little vignette, basically, to to people hey look this is what we're talking about this is what the show is going to be about so people don't get confused i know sometimes people are like well what's it supposed to be about you know you know how they get they get all crazy right. and well exactly and with disney remaking a lot of these movies is it just a straight live action remake <clears throat> like they did with um you know lion king aladdin or is it a different take on the story with having similar elements there, but not being, you know, a direct adaptation of it. Uh, so, yeah. But I mean, I think they should do more of these, especially with these like live action uh, movies coming out from from the animated ones, just to just to do it. I mean, you got the actors there already, or just you know, a little behind this. Either whether either it be like a behind the scenes thing or uh, having some of the um, directors, producers or whatnot, maybe explain a couple scenes or like the, the bigger scenes on it where it's like, Hey, yeah, we, we, we took this element from the original movie, but tweaked it in this. So you get a little of the old school and a little bit of, of the new school. Cause I have a feeling that I think the Peter Penn and Wendy is supposed to be more detailed from what I've heard, it's kind of going into it a little bit more like talking about, you know, their relationship and whatnot. What I would love to see would be like if the people that did Hook would come up with like one of what happened after Peter Pan and that that storyline came back and Wendy was super old. And then he married uh, Wendy's granddaughter. And right, I would want yeah. to see him growing up. You know, in London and what kind of that? Yeah, right after he he leaves. Right after he leaves, yeah. Um, this one is weird. Um, Disney Plus cancels National Treasure: Edge of History after one season. Um, I did hear it didn't get very good reviews, um, but I did hear that like people were more upset that there wasn't going to be a Nicolas Cage cameo now because of it being canceled, which I thought was kind of funny. But it did get canceled. Um, it was kind of expected. Disney Plus is kind of like we've talked about before. Now that Bob Iger is back, um, 
He's been canceling a lot of stuff. They did a big, huge shakeup. They fired a bunch of people today from Disney Plus um, offices, and they've gone through. They went basically studio by studio, and mm-hmm. were basically canon people. So, um, yep. And it, it was interesting because there was a lot. You know, there was kind of a little bit of a push behind it with getting some of the original uh, actors to play it. But I mean, I think they're uh, not that far into it right so you know it's it's kind of low-hanging fruit yeah yeah because it wasn't they basically tried to make something completely new with like nostalgia with a couple of the people coming back but then also basically all the new kids and what i've heard from the reviews i didn't watch it was that basically they tried to take the x-files style um shows uh, people don't know if X Files style was they would do a monster episode, so like them going after a monster, and then a story episode, a monster episode, and a story episode. They would alternate, so basically, not every single episode would tie into a longer story. They'd have like separate kind of things, which kind of how the first season of The Mandalorian was, which everyone's hoping the fourth season of The Mandalorian, where basically you could slowly watch it and not get lost and have to rewatch a bunch of stuff. And I heard that's what they tried to do with this one, but it just didn't work because of, um, of the way it was laid out. The show wouldn't work that way. So, yeah, um, I was expecting it to get canceled and it did. So. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. And, you know, like, like you said, there's really, um, you know, they wanted a, um, what was it, Nick Cage to be back. Uh, but, yeah. Well, the nice thing is, is now now you know he won't be. Yeah. Yep. Um, this one has been, I did a deep dive on this one. Because the person who got recast has the same last name as me. Um. So the character of David has been recast in the Lilo and Stitch live-action remake. And everyone tried to say it's because of the backlash from natives, people from the islands, saying they whitewashed it. Um, Mind you, every character who has been cast so far, aside from the voice of Stitch, has been a person from the islands. Um, The person who was recast posted some racist stuff that got called out apparently. And that's why they recast him. And, uh, the new person actually looks a lot more like the character from the animated movie, which was kind of cool. Um, and then Chris Sanders is in talks return for Lilo and Stitch live action remake. I've been seeing all these horrible fake CGI's that are coming out and they're like, Oh, this is the stitch. looks so ugly all because of the flounder debacle that's been going on. (laughs) Um, for those who don't know, they made Flounder an actual Flounder, so he's very thin compared to the Flounder from the cartoon. So they're trying to make it accurate, and people are upset. The movie hasn't come out yet. I'm fine with it. We'll see what happens. Right. No, exactly. And like you said, I mean, the the character, I'm trying to find a picture of uh, your relative. and he, I, looks, he looks white, white. He looks white, white. Does he? Okay. Yeah. So the one that they got to replace him has, like, the tribal tattoo on his shoulder. Um, I guess he's new to acting, fairly new. He's actually, like, a hula dancer, I believe. That's what he does on the island. 
Um, and he does look more like David than the guy that they had cast before. So it was kind of a win-win situation. Um, yeah, well, and he was, uh, was it, uh, he also starred in a Hawaiian film, My Partner, in one episode, role in Magnum P.I. So, yeah, it's one of those things where it's unfortunate, kids, make sure you don't post inappropriate things on your social media, because, um, yeah, not good. Um, right. Chris Pine has been cast in a Walt Disney Animation Studios wish, which did you see what his character is? He is playing an evil king. Like, oh, nice. he's the bad guy. And I'm like, oh, I love Chris Pine as a bad guy. Chris Pine's amazing. as a in the. I would love him in a bad guy role. So I'm excited for it. I haven't dived, delved into it just because I don't want to um, spoil anything for me. Because it does look like a good, a good movie. Um, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, this one shocked me a little bit. So Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, is starting to stream on Disney Plus in May. Barely, it barely was in the theater. It did horrible. Um, it doesn't help that there's now controversy with the guy that played Kang, uh, Jonathan Majors. He's having some legal troubles. Um, I'm not going to comment on it because it's been kind of weird. Um, it was there was evidence that didn't happen. There's evidence that did happen. So I don't know what's going on. We're not going to find out until it does happen. He has been dropped by all of his. Um, representation as well anything he's been on besides MCU he hasn't been dropped by the MCU yet but it might be because he's already in Loki so that doesn't help because it's already filmed and done and uh, I know they kind of have to release Loki this year because there's plenty of Star Wars content and there hasn't been any MCU content and there is no telling whether we're going to get any more Hawkeye or anything like that so uh we shall see. Hopefully we get a, I don't know, Tim, you've ever watched the show Luther with Idris Alba? No. It sounds so it's a, familiar, it's, but no. It's a, B, it's a BBC one, and they have it on Netflix. But that one can go away for like three years, and all of a sudden it'll come back with like six episodes. So it is the BBC hmm. thing. So you never know. One of these other MCU shows can come through, but we need to get, you know, the, the uh, Loki dropped, even with those issues with uh, Jonathan Majors. Um, right. Tim, so you went, I'm going to tell them. So I asked Tim, I'm like, Oh, Tim, we were playing golf the other night. And, um, I'm like, Oh dude, did you see there's an equalizer three coming out? And what did you say, Tim? I didn't even know there was a one or two. <laughs> uh, I'm going to make Tim watch them. Cause they are fantastic. If I can find them on one of my streaming services, I'm going to give them to Tim <laughs> to watch. Right. Because, well, we could do it at the same time uh, when your wife's watched Dude Wears My Car, and then we could compare. Um, I will let her know that because now we're gonna, <laughs> I'm going to force her to do that tomorrow night. Um, right. But so the Equalizer Three is uh, Denzel Washington is in it. The poster has been revealed, and a trailer has come out. Shows him sitting on a throne. Do you want to know the coolest part about this new movie that I realized after I watched the trailer three times? Uh, I. They leave it open ended for the Equalizer Four, starring no, this is gonna um, the be Rock. It. This is going to be it. But Dakota Fanning is in it, reuniting him when he play, he played was in the movie with her, Man on Fire, one of my favorite movies, where she plays Mark Antony's daughter. She's the little girl, and she calls him Creasy Bear, and that's like it's like a kidnapping uh, movie, and it's just kind of cool seeing it together. And the premise, for those that don't know, like Tim, is 
Um, Denzel Washington plays a character who is retired special ops, and he, you know, not quite John Wick-esque. He just wants to be a good person and take care of his friends and family. Um, this one, he's in Italy, and it just shows him befriending a family, and the mafia gets involved. And it looks fantastic, and I can't wait till it comes out. I have watched the new John Wick, and um, now I need to watch this one. I'm going to rewatch the other two, hopefully, before it comes out. But it looks phenomenal. I didn't even know there. I, I, I kind of knew they were making a third one, but I didn't because, you know, me and Tim, we, we look for everything to share with you guys. And it's crazy because a lot of stuff just doesn't come out or they don't promote it until the last minute or, you know, Maybe the test screenings didn't do good, so they're going to wait until a certain point. Um, I do know that a lot of times you sign NDAs, so you can't say, oh, this was bad, this was good. So it could even be a situation where they want to wait until, you know, before those NDAs come out, they put it out. and You know, we'll see what happens. I don't know. Right. Um, so fingers crossed it's good, but I will make Tim watch it. Just so you know, I'm making the wife watch Dude, Where's My Car now <laughs> because of this so that you have to watch those two movies. Right. Um, this one, I'm actually going to get this. Um, there's a we got a first look of Flight of Icarus. It's a Stranger Things prequel book focused on Eddie Munson set two years before the events of season four. Um, he's a very interesting character. Sad about what happened to him. You know, spoiler alert, kind of. That was last year already that it came out. So uh, yeah, because it was a it was a two parter. Yes, and um. I just truly, uh, truly liked his character a lot. And, um, you know, I just hope uh, this book does him justice. I am going to try and get it to watch it. Um, we did get an all-new trailer for The Flash coming to theaters on June 16th. I think Tim may watch this. Cause did, you, did you like the original Michael Keaton Batman? Uh, yeah. So he looks amazing in the trailer. We have Michael Keaton. We have Ben Affleck. Um, and the premise behind this is phenomenal. Um, and we basically get the, the story behind Barry is his mom gets hurt somehow. And his dad tells him, call 911. Well, when Barry leaves and runs out, he runs as fast as he can. And he ends up screwing up the timelines. And so... You get a lot of most of the conversations are Ben Affleck telling him about how, like, you know, you can't change things. Michael Keaton says something that I can't remember what it was. It references back to his movies. So there's a lot in it. I'm super excited. And it makes me kind of does make it kind of sad because I did. um, I I don't watch The Flash anymore. I watched the first two seasons on on CW, but I did catch an episode yesterday when we were across the street at our in-laws. And um, it was just kind of sad seeing like what it's devolved into. So I hope this does justice to the DC universe um, because, you know, their comedic stuff like Peacemaker and Suicide Squad does fantastic. The Suicide Squad, the newest one. Um, So hopefully they can, you know, after all the stuff that Ezra Miller did and go crazy and quote, allegedly kidnap people and they're still pushing out on theaters on June 16th, it means it must be fantastic or they're just throwing a Hail Mary. I don't know. So, We'll see. Uh, this one was something that nobody saw, but Super Mario, Super Mario Brothers movie surpasses $800 million globally. Um, it's insane. 
the people behind the film flat out laughed. They're like, this has far exceeded our expectations. Right. And I think they were saying that it's going to be. Oh, oh, actually, as of one day ago, it crosses 900 million. Um, that it was going to be. Oh, what was it? Biggest film of the year. There, well, yeah, biggest film of the year, but I think, like, who did it? Uh, Universal, I think, is going to be one of the, like, one of their top films all time. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, it seems like, from what everyone said, what was funny was everyone I know that watched it, they wanted to hate it, loved it. They're like, it was just fun. And all the complaints that people were worried about, they said it didn't come to fruition. So, um, you know, and no one hates Jack Black. So they were like, yeah. Yeah, shoot, yeah, it it could be because I forgot that obviously they have all the Jurassic Worlds and um, Fast and the Furious. But right now, uh, Super Mario Brothers movie sits at 11 uh, in all-time world box office for Universal movies, like I said, at little over 900 uh, million. And Jurassic World, man, 2015, they had a run. Uh uh, three of the top five movies came out in 2015: Minions, Fury, Seven, Jurassic World. Uh, anyways, Jurassic World, Jurassic With World Fury? is the top. Furious Seven. Oh, Furious Seven. Okay. <clears throat> yeah, Minions is five. Furious Seven is second, and Jurassic World is one. And all of them were in 2015. And um, they were. And what's number one? What dollar amount is it at? One point six seven billion. Oh, oh, this could do it easy. So, yep, nugs exactly. No, they've done. It's been what of the top of the top movies. I mean, between uh, like fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, done well. And the crazy thing is, the original Jurassic Park is number six all time. It's funny you look at everything in the top. It's like. 2015, 2015, 18, 17, 2015, 1993, 2017, 2022, 2013, 22, 23. Oh, so it, it, there. it released in the. Um, it said like 21 days ago. Yeah, April 5th is when it came out. But that's just the U.S. So, yes. And but but what I'm saying is is a lot of times they get a boost because it it releases in in China or Japan or <laughs> other countries yep. later on. Um, and also for those that know, we have uh, just over a month left before uh, Spider Man Into the Spider Verse uh, across the Spider Verse comes out. So that's the sequel to Into the Spider Verse comes out um, a little over a month on uh, May uh, June second. June 2nd. So, um, next, this one is we've been people have been begging for this. I've seen so many fake posters for this, but uh, revealed at during CinemaCon 2023, the long awaited sequel to Beetlejuice is officially in development at Warner Brothers, and Michael Keaton is expected to reprise his role as Beetlejuice. Um, I love Michael Keaton in comedic roles. One of my favorite movies growing up was Multiplicity. Which, if you guys haven't watched it, it's where he makes a clone of himself to do stuff for him, and it's just—it's funny. It's a funny movie. Him as Beetlejuice, 
funny. Um, people don't realize, I believe he was a stand-up, wasn't he? Michael Keaton started off as a stand-up, I believe. Probably. So I think he was one of those ones that they caught him before he got too famous and had him doing that. So uh, fingers crossed he returns. Um, and um, hopefully it also comes back with Winona Ryder. Um, sadly, um, i trying to think who's not around for it. I think one of the guys is not nice. He's the one that has a sex offender, so he won't come back. But hopefully you get Winona Ryder. Fingers crossed, maybe. I don't know. Right. Well, um, I mean, or or like a cameo by Gina Davis and um, Baldwin. Oh yeah, maybe, maybe as just, they just pass like a, on, yeah, um, right. Or they could be in like the dead office, or be like an HR, or just a I don't know some some little uncredited role like uh, yeah. Johnny Depp was in Twenty One Jump Street type deal. Yeah. yeah. Um. COVID vaccination requirements lifted for Adventures by Disney and National Geographic Expeditions. About time. You know, nothing really crazy on that. Um, right. Well, it's just crazy that that there was still some type of requirements um, for, like, COVID vaccination. Yeah, um... I mean, whether I mean, whatever your your stance is on it, but you don't hear that much of anything like that uh, anymore. So it's nice that obviously that they've have lifted it. Yeah, we're gonna yeah, and and it and it could be too, because it is uh, you know Adventures by Disney National Geographic expeditions that it might not like they might have to have that due to the places that they go across the world or the spots that they go in the world, that those places may have some sort of restrictions. So therefore, if they want to go there, they're yeah. going to need the restrictions just to um, comply uh, with their regulations so they could go there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see if anyone else um is gonna try you know if anyone else has any kind of restrictions i think this, this is so well known that you know it's a disney thing but i'm sure there's other places that have the same kind of restrictions as well right yeah um uh next we get into the juicy stuff so first i'll flip-flop these because People were like, wait, what? So NBC Universal released a photo of its current executives. And would it be it, it was a shock when I look, I'm like, that guy, that CEO looks familiar. And mm -hmm. it's none other than Bob Chapik. And he is gonna be leading them because the former CEO Jeff Shell stepped down after an inappropriate relationship. Um I don't know. From what I read, apparently he came out about this relationship like it wasn't recent. It was some time ago. And maybe they were just looking for a reason to bring Chappick on. Because pe people don't realize Chappick is an intelligent person. He was good for Disney. He did great things for Disney+. Plus. We have all the content we have because of him. 
there was some things like he didn't want to do the live action Milan. He didn't want to do certain things that were also good for Disney. So, you know, people, you know, we don't know what Bob Iger has turned down that could have been gold. So the only reason why it came out is because Bob Iger doesn't like Bob Chappick and released a bunch of stuff. So um, we'll see what NBC Universal does. Um, I do know because NBC Universal was one of the first ones to take in a bunch of stuff. Like they got rid of the Bravo app, the um, Bravo Plus, whatever you want to call it, um, where you paid the app for it. Now everything's on Peacock. Um, and the NBC is also one of the few ones who's retained their rights to shows on other networks. Cause you got to remember like Fox made modern family, but modern family is still on ABC. Whereas, um, Yellowstone airs on Paramount network, but you have to watch the old seasons on Peacock cause it's made by NBC universal. So they're doing something right, and maybe Chabik can, and you know, invigorate them with a little bit of something. I don't know. Maybe he'll do something more for him. Right. Well, and he's an entertainment guy, obviously. You know, with the uh, Disney Plus and everything. So this would kind of be the perfect role for him. Yeah, probably actually would fit better because he doesn't have to deal with parks. You know. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Here's what's crazy. Did do you know what you did with this? I'm gonna skip that one for a second. I've been reading it today. So you know you, you did the thing two years, ten years ago. BuzzFeed's founder turned down 650 million offer from Disney CEO Bob Iger. Right? You saw that? Yeah. You know BuzzFeed's shutting down, right? Uh, yes. Yes. So BuzzFeed, I didn't know this. It was all subscription based, like yeah, all their new that's... stuff. That's why this article surfaced. And I didn't okay. know this when I was putting this. Well, I did know it, but didn't. Now that you say it, it's like, oh, yeah, no, I did hear that. Yep. Well, it's crazy. $650 million. Well, I mean, here's the thing. They, the, what was funny was is I read an article, and they were basically saying um, almost sitcom-esque the downfall of BuzzFeed is what made BuzzFeed so popular. So basically they leaned too hard into this and not hard enough into that. And then their news was all subscription based. So they were paying these people to write articles. I guess they tried for a minute to have it all independent. It just didn't work. So um, bye-bye BuzzFeed. Um, yeah. You tried too hard with the questionnaire thingies. I don't like when it's like the top seven. Why is it top seven? Why is it not top five or top ten? It makes no sense. Why is it top seven? You are not right. watch. You are not watch Mojo. Don't try that. It failed. So, um, but we will. Uh, same lines of the go back to the Disney stuff. There's two things that happened. So they Disney did begin the second wave of layoffs, aiming for four thousand by today. We're recording this on Thursday, April twenty seventh. As I said, Disney Plus got hit hard today. Um, and previously before that, um, they dissolved t Disney TV Studios marketing um, and Freeform and ABC executives were among those let go in the second round. So um, they let go a lot. And it's understandable. We know why. Because it's... I have a feeling most of those people are going to get rehired or they'll find another spot in them. But they, do, they did need to do some restructuring since they did acquire Fox. And they haven't done any restructuring since they acquired Fox. So it seems like a good idea to kind of start 
redoing things. Just because they dissolved the, the DZTV Studios marketing doesn't mean there's not another company out there. Like People forget they own Touchstone. That's a movie company. Mm-hmm. Now, it's under the Disney label, but they don't say to Touchstone by Disney. So I'm sure there's probably a marketing company, something out there that actually um, does the marketing for them. And they probably just absorbed whatever they could from that dissolving. But they did say they need to get rid of, like you said, 4,000 people by today. So um, a lot of executives had to go. Yeah. And they, and they, you know, they've been saying from the get go that it's all upper management people. So you're not going to see anything like, um, cast members at the parks or, you know, cast members in cruise lines or anything like that. It's not, they're not, um, you know, laying those type of employees off. It's all upper management on it, which stinks because most of the time they're, untouched you know or maybe a a ceo or an executive president or something might get let go Um, right but yeah so i mean they're i mean they and the thing is is those are a big part you know those upper management are a bigger part of the budget i mean what probably one upper management guy equivalent to five seven ten you know park employees um on it so you let go of one instead of 10. I mean, it's the or, same or, 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 you know, or whatever it is. And I think there was probably changes that um, Chappet came in and did or promoted people or whatever it is. So, you know, Iger maybe obviously he's got history with the company and maybe he's like, yeah, you know what? I didn't think you were the right fit for that or whatever it is. Or, hey, I need to trim up the budget. So guess what? see you later and that's a big complaint from a lot of businesses right now i saw one where a lady was saying that they were uh, there was a company that they were going to lay off um it was like a thousand people but she was keeping her 33 million dollar bonus oh and yeah it was that, like uh, uh yeah and she basically was like hey you got to get over bonuses are bonuses they're not um they're a bonus on top of it. It's not like yeah. you're guaranteed to get it. And then she took the money and did it. Oh, who the heck? It was it was like a, a company name, but it was like the name of, of a person. Right. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, yeah. Anyways. So, you know, that's what they're doing right now is they're cutting those people to keep the parks happy. That's what they're doing. They cut so much stuff back at the parks after COVID. And people are like, you know, well, some people literally would just go to see the people performing in Disney World, you know? Yeah. And so I think this is a good step towards fixing some of that stuff. So, yeah. And it's um, Miller, Miller Knoll was the okay CEO um, who cut and then berates employees for complaining about Not uh, bonus. cutting the bonuses. Yeah. Um, and on a positive note, Carrie Fisher is going to receive her uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame on May the May the fourth. Um, for those that don't know, though, when you get your Hollywood Walk of Fame, your star, you pay for it. So like, you get nominated, but you pay for it. Like it's it's a weird it's a weird deal. I saw somewhere like you you actually have to get nominated, but then you also pay for it. So. Right. Well, you know, funny that you say that. I was listening to a podcast today, and um, recently with golf, just had the Masters that came up, 
And <laughs> the big thing with the Masters is is they have the Masters dinners, Master dinner, yes. and the champion from the previous year. So like um, last year, Scotty Scheffler won. So this year he got to pick up the dinner. So now next year, since John Ronrum won this year, he gets to pick out the dinner. So he was talking to um, Jay Monahan, who's president of the PGA, and then they work closely with the Masters and whatnot. Is like, oh hey, so what's my budget for the dinner? He's like, it's it's however much you want to spend. And because John Rahm was kind of being you know being funny about it, and this is like after he just won, and Monahan's like. No, like you, you pay, you pay for it. So it's what it's whatever you want, whatever you want to spend um, on it. And he's like, oh, man, I didn't didn't know that. So it's one of those things that, um, you know, it's not that that, you know, you want it. And it's a, you know, highly prestigious thing, just like the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's not no Joe Schmo could be on it. But then you got to pay for your star to be on it where the same thing with that is, it's like, Oh, Hey, you know, I'm thinking, Oh, with this, uh, champions dinner. Oh, I just, you know, here's the stuff that I want. If you need help, I'll bring it in. Cause a lot of them, especially if they're, um, whether they're, you know, from United States or from elsewhere out of the country, they may have to bring stuff in or import stuff in, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, Oh, I'll help you with that. Or I want something, because they were talking to John Rahm about just dessert that he wanted. And it's, made, it's specifically because um, he's from Spain, but made in like his hometown or is known in his hometown. He's like, so, you know, I can help you out to get in that. They're like, well, no, you're paying for it. So you could do you know, whatever you want. And they're Which like, is kind of, it's kind of funny because I, I've seen a couple dudes do like hot dogs and hamburgers. And I'm like, were they just that cheap? Right. Well, I'm sure. The hot dogs were probably like the most expensive hot dogs you could get, or something like that. Well, and then the end, which is funny um, on it, uh, but then you get guys that you know, oh, caviar this and then that, and you know, spending a whole bunch on it. Which I mean, I get it if it's you know, probably your one time you're going to win it. You know, obviously everybody wants to try to win it, but it's just interesting, like kind of the same thing with that. Like, yeah, you have to get nominated to get the star, which, like I said, is, you know, uh, highly regarded to get it. But then you got to pay for the star. Same thing. It's like, oh, hey, you won the Masters and we do this dinner every year and you get to pick the menu, but then you got to pay for it. It's like, well, WTF, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know. Fingers crossed that whoever is paying for it actually pays for it because I don't want them like taking money away from her legacy or whatever just to pay for it just to get her a walk on the, you know, Hollywood right. Walk of Fame. The only thing that stinks is it's, you know, obviously what posthumously, you say, yeah. So it kind of yeah. stinks. Um, I did want to say too today they announced before we go to the very negative um, that uh, Dodgeball Two is happening with Vince Vaughn, so um, huzzah! Uh, you got to get Ben Stiller though. If there's no Ben Stiller, it's not going to be the same. I don't know. Um, we had three people pass away who were of note. Um, the first was Barry Humphreys, who voiced Bruce of uh, uh, the voice of Bruce in Finding Nemo, who passed away at 89. Um, uh, Harry Belafonte passed away. He was a singer and actor. 
um, and was very big in civil rights. Um, he passed away at the age of 96. Um, and then lastly, the one that Tim and I grew up with, uh, keeping us company when we were six from school, um, Jerry Springer passed away. It's sad. And was very sad. And he was like sick, wasn't he? So from what I've heard, the family was saying that he had recently been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And um, from what I've seen, it was pretty, it's, it's a pretty quick, it's not, it's not something, you know, yeah, slow, after a so. brief illness. Hmm. Yeah. So that stinks. Uh, yeah. Um, spent my childhood, like I said, every time, you know, I was sick, that's what I was watching, you know, how he, he married this and married that. And, you know, it's right. Well, then he was what on, uh, Austin powers as well. And so much stuff and was actually, you know, uh, I didn't know he was a lawyer. That's cool. And then obviously politician. Um, and that was, he was a politician for a long time, and then mayor recently, of Cincinnati. well, not recently, but uh, being mayor of Cincinnati as well. Yeah, he was the mayor of Cincinnati, and then he had the, the court show. Yeah, he was a lawyer, and um, I did think it was interesting. Like, I didn't know a lot about that stuff, and I have no idea how he got involved in uh, what he was doing. You know what I mean? Like, it was weird. Like, you wouldn't think that you would go from being the mayor to having a talk show talking about what he talked about right exactly and i and to be honest i thought he was mayor like not recently but you know he was mayor in 1977 so yep yep a long time ago this was before his i think for some reason i thought he was mayor after his talk show um i think he ran for some didn't he do something after it? Something politics? Anyways. Uh, no. Well, he did the court. He had like a court show. Yeah. But his time as mayor was obviously before his show or anything like that. Yeah. Well, before his show. And I don't know how he got into the show, but he did. And hey, yeah. right. Exactly. It's um, it's sad. It was and weird. Think- it was weird seeing that. Right, and I think on his, obviously, it was filmed in Chicago, but I think the tickets were free yes. um, to the show. You just had to, you know, it's not like it was in New York or L.A. It was in Chicago, so, you know, you had to, obviously, you had it, it wasn't in one of the more popular East Coast, West Coast areas. I mean, not yeah. say Chicago wasn't popular, but most of the time, you know, now everything's in New York or uh, L.A., yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it for the passing. Now, this one's going to take a minute because we got some frustrations with our gaming right now. Tim and I have been counting down the days until we get to play Plunder. And before I give my thoughts on it, uh, Tim, tell us why you haven't been able to play Plunder with me. Well, since the... Basically, the update of Warzone, what is it? Is it 3.0 right now? The it's one that Warzone just came out? 3, yes. Yep. <laughs> so with that update that just came out, um, uh, I want to say it was April 14th, April 12th, whatever, whatever day that it was around that time. 
Um, I have not been able to play any Warzone um, on that because with that update, the graphics card that I have, uh, there is an issue with it with the update. So it's nothing that I can do on my end besides obviously getting another graphics card. It's something that has to be done on Blizzard's end to push an update. And um, basically, it's it, it like the driver times out essentially what it is because it's just trying to do too much and just goes, all right, well, uh, you know, I, I'm done. I'm over it. And it says go through these, you know, here's like 10 things you could do. If you do all of those and it still doesn't do it, well, then it's an issue with it. So I did them all and a couple more even had, you know, Mr. Stranger help me out with it mm-hmm. and and nothing. So it's like, well, then, yeah, it's just you got to wait for them to push out an update. So it's it's a known update. There was an article that I finally found um, through a Reddit forum that basically said if you have it really affects these uh, two GPUs, which obviously that's, you know, I have one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of affects a third one, but not as much, but really these two. So I basically just have to wait for them to push out an update that fixes it. They did uh, my, because uh, I have AMD, they pushed out an update today but it was more for um, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, the new one that came out. Did you try to log on to, to, to it at all? Yep, I updated it. I'm like, ooh, maybe it did, you know, fix this problem. But nope, it didn't got the, got the same error. So I am just sitting and waiting to play. So that was fun because you know i've had issues and i'm sure chris you've had issues with warzone and different things that they patches and updates that they push out and it's like oh you're getting this air okay you have to do this or you have to you know there's kind of not necessarily workarounds but ways to prevent that issue from happening okay um and on this one you know did that and still there was and like five of them are like basic simple things um, on it, like clear, clear your catch, make sure you have, um, like you may have to reset your router or check to make sure you don't have any like windows updates or your drivers updated type deal. And then there's other ones where you're like, you have to follow this step by step and write this at this certain spot and make sure like there's no spaces before or after, or else it won't work type deal, you know, nitty gritty, like you're almost writing code in a certain spot. Um, on it and like i said once you do all of that and it still doesn't work it's like well then you know join the group so hopefully here um you know and especially with plunder coming out that they push an update out that fixes that issue because if there was enough for somebody to write an article about it Mm. um you know and it wasn't like just a blog article that you know it's yeah so yeah yeah i'm i'm trying i'm trying to try and help tim fix it the big problem we have with with warzone is um for those that don't play it if the game does crash there's an option for scan and repair nine times out of ten if you do that you're going to screw up the game and you're going to uninstall it reinstall it the other problem is 
as Mr. Stranger pointed out to me, is if you don't uninstall or delete the files that are hidden deep in the bowels of of your computer, when it reinstalls, it reuses those old files. So that's the problem we have right now. The other problem I have is that I love Plunder so much right now. Um, basically, it it's basically like DMZ, but it is Plunder. Um, there is no gas. It doesn't limit time. And the, what they've done, which I really, really like, is the big problem with people had with Plunder was okay, you, you come on and it's, they update it, oh, it's Plunder Blood Bunny, which means guys are just going around killing people. And we're fine with that, we did, but we would play less during that time because Blood Money, you know, we have a certain style, and Tim and I work really well together. We play duos, no matter if it's trios or quads, and we usually rank pretty high. Well, what they've done with this one is, as the game progresses, they tell you, oh, this team's 50% close to getting the target this team is 75 percent. it's a two million two million dollar limit is your what you're trying to reach and during the process there's these timers that pop up and then it goes bam it goes contracts are now uh earn you extra cash so you do any contracts in that time get you extra cash and then after that it goes bam any kills you get it gets you extra cash so there's small little things in there um there are trophies that you can collect and the trophies you actually have to upload them so in multiplayer you just earn the trophies as you play, and then all you have to do is finish the game. In Plunder, you have to upload them at these stations in order for you to get the trophies out of the game. Um, you can get 12 maximum. You can hold 12 at a time, and you can get 12 maximum uploaded. Um, so that's kind of cool. It gives you a little extra bonus stuff. I finished the first half of the trophy section um, playing um, Shipment, so I already got my... Um, there's two different skins you can get. One for getting 12, I think, um, unlocking with trophies, and then um, unlocking with another 12 set of trophies. Um, but overall, it just it feels graphically it's amazing. And I also really enjoy just the way the weapons work. Um, it's a lot clearer. It's a lot quicker. Um, and I didn't have anyone try to hunt me down. Like, literally, I'd just come around a corner, and you'd see someone, and you're like, wait, what? And you see the glint. So you knew they were, like, scoping out these buildings before they ran in. Um, and it does have a lot more open space. So Tim and I's style of Call of Duty would work really well in this plunder. So now I just have to wait till Tim gets his stuff fixed. So <laughs> Right. So on it. Like you said, it'll tell you, hey, at 50%, you know, this team's close to getting 50%. And then, like you said, kills are worth more, contracts are worth more. Because on the the plunder before, it was once you hit the two million, then you had like overtime. Contracts were worth one and a half. And, right. you know, everything was worth a little bit more. Which they so, still have, they still have that. That's still Okay, so it still has that. But before that, there's even just to kind of get you there faster there's opportunity well like you said um there's opportunity to get even uh that stuff would be higher before before they overtime the happens yep and then on contracts uh is it kind of similar to how it was before if you do one contract and the second one is like one and a half then the next one is two times high you know how you could yeah yeah that's, stack that's, them. that's how it is in dmz so it's the same thing and then um 
the only big difference I think is there's very rarely I have have I found any balloons. I've been I've had to buy one, um, but okay. you also can still sell stuff. So what I do like about this game is whatever oh, so you weapons can you're, still collect stuff and sell. Yes, it still collects. Oh, and okay, sell. that's cool. But here's the thing: is the way the game is set up, it automatically picks up like plates because it knows you need to have a lot of plates. So technically, you could have like 15 plates on you and no anything else. So if, if you wanted to go to town and start shooting people, you could. Oh, uh, um, okay. So the plate, yeah. So the plates will pick up if you have in open spot, it'll automatically fill them up the plates. with plates. Yeah. Um, but say you want something, it's like, oh, this is like a. An encrypted hard drive and it's worth five thousand dollars but all your stuff still yep. you have to drop plates or drop something else yep. to free up that that spot oh nice and then um it, it and is it still was if you die you lose 50 percent of your money or something like yeah that, or... and it actually it calculates to in the very end of the game it's pretty cool it calculates how much you sold how much you, how much you earned from selling how much you earned from contracts how much you lost from dying and how much okay. you spent on buying like perks or whatever. Well, what, okay. Yeah. And then, and then what? Then there's the what they say the life insurance, and that's like if what if you die, you lose less. You and lose then, less, but you, obviously you, get, you have to buy it. You have to buy it, and then also they have the credit card, which the credit card, I believe, even when you buy it in round, you do not lose it. It, it you keep it the whole time um okay and what's the what's the what's the credit card i don't know i just bought it to see if i get what would happen and i bought it and it said something like um a lifetime purchase something like that so it was like hmm. it kept it for the whole round so and then, um, what, and then don't they say that there's like atms too that you could you can find atms on the map that randomly will start shooting out money we'll start yeah but i'm sure those are going to be big camping spots once those get found out I felt kind of bad. So you don't load in with any, um, there's no field upgrades when you load in. So um, when you load in, like I need so to redo my, my loadouts. I have no loadouts or anything, but there is perks all over the ground. So like, I feel kind of bad. I, I panicked a little bit. I, I, I played one round of Phil just to see what it was like playing with other people. I don't like it. I like playing with Tim, but I went and while I was playing a solo, and I was just trying to collect trophies. And the trophies you can get from killing people, but you can also get them from certain crates. So mm -hmm. in this one, they have three different crates. So they have like an orange-style crate. They have a blue crate, which the blue ones uh, repopulate. Re, uh, so basically, oh, okay. they close nice. and refill. And then you have the uh, the beige-ish ones, which are the ones that usually have like ammo, armor, and guns in them. Um, at one point, it does reset everything. It'll say, like, crates reset. So I think when it hits the maximum, a bunch of the crates reset so you can reopen them. Oh, cool. But um, I was spending the whole time trying to collect the trophies. Well, I went to the trophy system load-up thingy. I loaded them up, and I'm like, oh, I have a cluster mine. So I threw a cluster mine down. So I'm running across the map. I'm not even close to the thing anymore. And all of a sudden, I see the shield pop up on my screen, and I'm like, oh, where's someone shooting me? Well, it, they got hit by the cluster mine. It was got hit by the cluster mine. That's funny. So I haven't so, seen anyone else doing it, but it is a good way to, like, set yourself up. Right. So at the trophies, you have to upload them, and, like, does that take? It, I'm assuming it takes it's free. No, but it takes like time to do it. No, it's like, like two you seconds. Sit there. It's two seconds. It's like a second. 
it automatically. Oh, okay, it's not up. like one of those things where you got to sit there and it's like, like on the, well, not necessarily a helicopter, but some stuff where you got to sit there like, okay, we have like five, like when you're extracting out, kind of takes right. a little while or. No, you up, walk or, right uh, up. Was it getting the, the SAM site? Yep. No, you just walk up, push the upload and that's it. But the, what it is, is almost all of them, I think they're trying to set them up to be camped. And right. like I went to one when I played with those other dudes and I saw this dude running towards it. So I shot him, killed him. And he had because in a regular ma- match of multiplayer, the most you can get is six trophies. OK. In this one, you can get 12. So I was like, if I don't get at least six, then there's no point in me going for trophies. So right. I would try and find trophies and upload them as much as possible. Well, I ended up uploading um, like two I thought I had more. Well, then I killed the dude and he had six on him. So I ended up with finishing that round with 10 because I got six from that guy. So I was at eight. Oh, and, so if, um, so when you die and you have trophies, those get. If, they, if they're not. Up. Yep. If they're not uploaded, you give them up. Mm-hmm. Okay. And now if they're uploaded, then. That's it. You can die as many times as you want. You're always going to have them. Okay. So <laughs> same, 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 the same thing as putting your money in the balloon. Once the money's in the balloon, that's it. Yeah, yep, yep, no, exactly. Um, and then you, what, you what, really, what really sucks, though, what really sucks is so many people don't understand the game. So I watched a dude load money into a chopper as time was expiring. So I was like, oh. dude, you just lost all the money you put in there. You lost all, all yeah, we gone. learned that the, the hard way. Hard way. Whether, it's, whether it's in a balloon that hasn't or gone off yet or yep. a chopper, yeah. Um, and then you say you, you load out when you load in you get no perks so you know you, you don't get your field upgrade so you know your field upgrade where it's like an ammo oh, box whether or it's armor. an ammo box or something like yeah. oh, okay so you get everything else you get your whole loadout but you just you don't get, get a field upgrade. you just don't get a field upgrade and then there's okay there's and i'm assuming tons. you could you could buy that though if you I, wanted to you can buy that and you also they have um when i went through one round i got like seven mortar strikes they have the, the cluster bomb the uh Cluster mines, like they have all the perks that we've seen from the multiplayer. You could they have those as pickupable on the ground. As okay, oh nice. Yeah, there's quite a bit of ground loot, and what's crazy is is it does trip you out a little bit because you come around a corner, all the doors are closed, all the crates are closed, and there's just stuff laying on the floor. You're like, did someone get killed here? Someone camping it? But it's just they have floor loot everywhere. It's just how it is, huh? Interesting. Yeah. Well, and that could be almost a way to get people to think that is you drop everything, but like, or, um, you know, drop some stuff there and they think, oh, hey, it's just floor loot. And then, you know, you're waiting for them around the corner or whatnot, or, you know, you drop it somewhere like on a roof and you're up top sniping. I will say I've seen I've caught no campers. No one nice. camping and sniping. Legitimately, it's been if I see a sniper, they're literally coming around a corner, and maybe I tagged them a couple times, or we're just I'm out in the open, so I'm, you know. yeah. Well, and the thing is, is even though there's no, well, there was no one shot sniper, and then they brought it back for what like three days, and they took that back down um, on it. But everyone's going. They usually have um, for a secondary, you know, a sniper or a marksman just so they could get some longer shots, yep. um, on it and then have, you know, an AR submachine or something like that for more, which I need to, to reset that. So. I, for, I forgot that it's all, it's not, um, connected. So you have to transfer everything over. So I have to go into multiplayer and basically duplicate everything over to 
Warzone. Oh, yes, yep. Yeah, it's just like if you play um, uh, Battle Royale. Yeah. From multiplayer, same thing. Yep, yep. same thing, uh, they change, so... But I am very happy with it. A lot of people were like, oh, this is stupid, blah, blah, blah. But I had a lot of fun. Um, I'll probably uh, be playing some more this weekend. And then also Googling in the meantime, trying to get Tim on there because, yeah. Yeah. Just wait for, just if you want to Google, send an email to Blizzard. I will. Um, And people are mad too because uh, they're basically counting stats in. Um, plunder as stats in BR. So a lot of people are upset about that as well. Um, yeah, because before it had it separated BR and plunder. Yeah. Now it's all yeah connected. because yeah because we'd be like oh wait yeah because in plunder we had like everything maxed out because that's what we played a lot. Yep. Or okay hey you know I'm not maxed on this so I need to find more of this or whatnot just to max it out. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that's really going to mess you up, especially, you know, before people play Plunder to kind of warm up for, you know, VR. So now if it counts, the stats is the same. It's either help you or hurt you. We'll see how it goes, man. Um, Hmm. We're going to push forward. We don't have that much. Oh, we do have a lot in Disney World, but this is kind of rapid fire on the other stuff. Um, on a, other amusement park uh, plans, uh, price increase have been announced for Universal Orlando Resort annual passes, which is normal, um, and as well as the Hollywood annual passes. It's not, it's not a shock. It was bound to happen. Right. Well, and the thing is, is they're still very, very reasonably priced um, compared to. Well, Disney. I guess anything's reasonably priced compared to to Disney, but I think. You know, the bang for your buck is is still there. Yeah, exactly. If you are looking for fun, go do that because it is a little bit cheaper than um, that. Yeah. Um, next, we have my f- funniest news ever. Um, Knott's Berry Farm has planned. They, they are implementing the chaperone policy yet again which was an enacted last summer because of increasing fights and they had so much success. They're like, you know what? We're just going to start doing it on weekends again. There you go. Yep. Yeah. So, and probably by the time, you know, you hear this or then, or the next day, because it starts uh, Saturday, the 29th, April 29th. So, yep, there you go. So if you go, I mean, basically, this weekend as you record it um and you're i don't know i forgot what the age limit is but you may need it you will need a chaperone yeah you will so congratulations you guys all these kids played stupid games won stupid prizes right there you go um onto the disney parks pile um general pile disney halloween halloween on the high seas returning disneyland cruises uh, in 2023, which is kind of cool that they're bringing a lot of that stuff. None of those things. And then they got rid of to, for cut costs or because of COVID, and now they're just bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, retiring Disneyland Paris CEO Daniel Delcourt to receive 
a new window on Main Street USA, which is usually what they what they do. Um, yeah, uh, not a shocker there. If you usually do some good stuff for some place, they're going to do that for you. Um, next, this one. A pastor steals millions to fund Disney trips. Now he's one of FBI's most wanted. Right. What and the he, heck? And it was basically a Ponzi scheme. Um, was it uh, took money, among other things, dozens of lavish vacations, Disney World, Disney Cruise, and even uh, purchased a DVC membership, uh, which is Disney Vacation Club. And yeah. Not good. Yep. So he's on the FBI in mail fraud scheme in Georgia. Number of victims at a hundred thousand dollars. He has not been seen. Has not been seen since leaving his home on September twenty fourth, twenty twenty, and that was from the FBI's most wanted um, Twitter page. He gone. Yep. Took his stuff and gone. Wow. Yeah. Not Which good. is crazy. I mean, still these Ponzi schemes. That I mean, the thing is, is it's bad because I'm sure he preyed on people, you know, that were. I don't know if you want to call them. I yeah. guess they were, uh, you know, gullible or you know, held him in high regard. And oh yeah, they said he sold more than seventy um, promissory notes to dozens of investors in Georgia, Florida, and North Carolina. That they were low risk permissionary notes uh, would be loaned to businesses that needed financing with little to no risks. Investors lose twenty percent return on their investment. Okay, usually if it's too good to be true, guess what? It is. So. Yep. So don't don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He gone. Um, and Disneyland resorts abroad. Um, the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 stars have assembled at Disneyland Paris for the world premiere. Um, Disneyland Paris, the Avengers campus there, is kind of bigger and more set up for, like, uh, different stuff. So much stuff got failed in Disney, Disneyland uh, in California that um, I think the one there, it's kind of perfected. So, Right, exactly. I mean, so much so failed ours is that we were going to get an e-ticket ride and it has become... And the building was built, and it's becoming a store. So, yay. Now, we're going to come into... Um, I love this. So, Tim updates the the stuff pretty frequently. And this is what this is what the Walt Disney World pile starts off with for us. Sales begin for all Walt Disney World annual passes. Update. Walt Disney World annual passes. Pause. Update. Sales Walt Disney World passes. Resume. So, wow, um, yeah, I don't sometimes it happens when, um, when basically they kind of lose track a little bit. Maybe they're analyzing data because though what they'll do is they'll say, Oh, this pass is sold out when it's not because they know if this person really wants to pass, they'll upgrade to the other one and get more money out of it, kind of thing. So, right, exactly. And and remember, they just did the Disneyland one because obviously I got one. Um, and they didn't, ha- it wasn't, you know, uh, you know, they're on sale, then they pause it, and then they were on sale again. The only time that it would quote unquote pause was uh, after, what was it? 
7 or 8 p.m. And then they would resume again at 9 a.m. the following morning. Yeah. But the thing was, is if you were in the queue, you would still maintain your spot. They just wouldn't obviously process anymore. And then at 9 a.m., it was basically like they put a pause on it for the night. Everyone just freeze where you're at. Then in the morning, okay, start doing it again. Um, where these ones, they actually pause the sales of them. So if you got on like at 10 o'clock at night, uh, you couldn't get in the queue because it would say, hey, got to do it between these times. Yeah. So, but yeah, this one, it was like on, pause, and then back on. Oh, these two are could possibly be gone. So if you're in the queue, hopefully you didn't want those ones. It was, it was just weird, but I know it's different um kind of over for for disney world obviously bigger parks you're gonna have more people probably trying to get it because they have four parks to go to instead of two yeah um man um this one walt disney world affordable and attainable housing anticipated to open in 2026 i hadn't heard about this before i haven't heard about it before and i think we're i mean anywhere near a bigger area i mean for us you know living in california we always hear about and with disneyland being in orange county which is in the greater la area i mean la is you know uh very difficult to live in just because of you know whether the housing price whether it be a mortgage or rent is so high mm-hmm. uh, just because it's a heavy populated area same thing with you know san francisco san diego whatnot um on that so you know with this being in orlando i mean it's nice that they that they have this um but i would like to see something just for me to see something maybe in like anaheim or anaheim you know somewhere down south as well but you know then the thing is is you know who's who's going to be living there and is it not necessarily that it isn't going to make a difference but like you know you get these people that work at disneyland cast members they may make a dollar above minimum wage or whatnot but they're having to drive an hour hour and a half and some of them that if they close the park and then have to be back for opening or they work a late shift and have to work an early shift they'll just sleep in their car because it's not worth it driving Mm -hmm. uh you know an hour hour and a half to home an hour hour and a half back that's three hours but i'm only going to get you know let's say nine hours of sleep total well now i'm only going to get six because three of that is is driving back and forth um, and they, a lot it. of them a lot of them don't even get full shifts it's usually like it's not an eight hour shift like traditional work you're getting right. four hour shifts six hour shifts and that's not even worth it in my opinion if you're not getting a full eight hours right no, ex- exactly. So, but then the thing is, is it's like, okay, if the, if this, you know, affordable and attainable housing comes, like I said, to, um, you know, the, the, the Anaheim area or, you know, the greater Anaheim or Orange County area, um, but only, you know, a couple of people from Disneyland get it. It's, yes, it's going to make a difference because, you know, I think you need that, you know, anywhere and everywhere but then you're still going to have that problem unless it's disney makes it specifically for disney 
employees. Yeah. I mean, fingers crossed. So, I think it would be kind of cool if all of them did it. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And all, I mean, it's, it doesn't have to be, you know, anything crazy. You know, even if it's, hey, here's some studio ones, here's some couple bedroom ones, um, you know, on it. I mean, something's better than than nothing, you know, little condos in it. So, but, yeah. But, I mean, good for Walt Disney World. Yeah. Um, give the kids the world. That's actually a, um, it's a... Charity. It's like a it's a charity organization. Actually, someone I know who runs a Facebook group on um he works for them actually. He moved to Florida just so he could work for them and go to Disney World. Um uh and they have they've rethemed to Universal Orlando Resort for a chance to meet minimum pre-sale threshold for license plates. That's sad. Right. And I mean, it's because to get the specially themed license plate, they aren't just going to put it out there. You got to do the pre-sales. I remember mm-hmm. in California, they had like the FFA ones um, or the ag ones. And when it first came out, you it was a pre-sale to get them. Uh, and then obviously, if there was enough pre-sales, then you just weren't going to get them. But if there was, it's like, oh, OK, now, you know, you owe some money for it. Uh, so it they're trying to get that push to get it. So, but the only thing that stinks is I think give kids the world. Obviously it's got world in the name. It's primarily for Walt Disney world. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's not to say most of the time when it's almost like a, uh, make a wish, but specifically for, like I said, more so for Walt Disney world, um, that usually when, you know, kids from around the world come to Disney World on this. They're going to go to Universal, too, because it's you're right there. Yep. Yep. So uh, fingers crossed they can sell more of those. I know how much they do do for the community and for kids around there. So mm-hmm. um, Adventurous Feline claims first ride on Tiana's Bayou Adventure in Magic Kingdom. So it's funny. It was a cat walking through the an empty flume. It was pretty. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Super cat. Uh, Three hundred and fifty new DVC cabins are coming to Disney's Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground in twenty twenty four, which is always good. It means that they're going to be making more uh, money and having more space. Um, right, but the only thing that sinks is is now you got three hundred and fifty cabins coming, but it's only for DVC, so. Yeah. Unless you want to rent out points for that, um, oh, which is fine because it's Vacation Club. You know, I, I get it. Um, the other thing is that's a quick turnaround in just, you know, a year and a half or let's say two years, whether it's probably could be the end of 2024. Yeah. Um, but I do know that those cabins are um, kind of tough to come by. Um, yeah, they're pretty on, much booked. on them. Yeah. Because uh, a buddy of mine went there and he said they were, they're awesome, but um, a little pricey and there's not that many of them because, I mean, they're cabins and you're they're not on top of each other, so you can't fit as many into an area as right. you would like right. a hotel. 
Yeah, I know. I think because um, uh, Connor from ConCon's Cantina, he actually um, uh, he goes out there because they they have a trailer. They pull behind, and there's like there's camping areas like that have the cabins and ones that you can do like full hookup too. So yeah, yeah, it's, camping it's full hookup and popular. yeah, and they even have a uh, a tent camping area as well. Hmm. Well then, um, I'm gonna have to. Uh, Look at that option. Bring in a um, uh, what's call it? Bring in Bring an RV, an RV or something like that. Have them put it there, right? Um, there you go. Do like Robin Williams. Yeah, uh, this one got me excited. There's a new limited edition, a new limited time haunted mansion gargoyle tiki mug available at Walt Disney World, which is probably gone by now. I wouldn't doubt it. Probably. You just go on go on eBay and you'll find it. Yeah, for quadruple. Um, Ada from Bugs Life, uh, meet and greet for Disney's Animal Kingdom 25th anniversary. That's kind of cool. They do kind of bring people out of that like that all the time. Yeah. Um, we also got Moana Music Loop added to Disney's Animal Kingdom before meet and greet debut, which is cool because you know we want to see Maui, we want to see Moana. Moana's real. Maui is a uh character so yeah it's not a it's not a face character yeah pumba popcorn bucket was available at disney's animal kingdom on april 22nd sold out and people are furious because there's pictures of dudes carrying like five or six of them Mm -hmm. not good um we also do get the commemorative 20th anniversary guide map for disney's animal kingdom um, the Moana meet and greet apparently did debut already at Animal Kingdom. That's right, because I did see some photos and stuff like that of people taking pictures with her, which everyone was super excited for. Yeah. Um, they have started adding the Disney 100 decorations to the Disney Hollywood Studios entrance, which um, is kind of big because um, they're kind of slow on it because they were ending the 50th there, so they weren't going too fast. So. Um, right. Flick's eye has been broken in tough to be a bug at Disneyland's Animal Kingdom. Thank you guys so much. Right, there we, you go. So if you if you want to go see, you know, tough to be a bug, you got to go over to, uh, obviously, because it's now Avengers Campus, you got to go over there and you can see Flick with a, essentially a lazy eye. Awesome. Poor Flick. Um Next, we got new Enchanted Tiki Room Jose mug at Walt Disney World for $24.99. Seems like they're getting more and more expensive. Um, Walt Disney World cast members are getting new name tag designs soon. I know they changed the ones for all the cast members in uh, California where it's the 100th anniversary. So they put like a nickname on it and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yeah, their uh, favorite characters, their favorite character. Um, yeah. versus where they are from. Yes. Um, the Edna, oh, sorry, new discount on Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser Voyages for Disney Visa card members. They're making it, like, hard to resist if you were planning to go on it. Like, they're discounting it down dramatically. Right, exactly. Because before, I think there was early, it was early access for Disney Visa card members, obviously, when it yes. first opened, and now... They're giving uh, discounts to them. They're trying hard to get people to go there, and it just still ain't working. So yeah, 
it sucks, but what are you going to do when it's uh, a failure? Which Great. is, it's a failure, but... Um, the Edna Mode experience and more characters return to Pixar Place at Disney's Hollywood Studios in May. Um, obviously, we're seeing the um, the push for stuff to come back to the parks since the Bob Iger, you know, coming back. Um, and speaking of the Star Cruiser, July dates have been removed from the annual pass holder discounted dates. Those idiots, man. Um they have pickleball now available at Walt Disney World Resort Hotel Tennis Courts, which I didn't know that pickleball was like becoming a huge thing. Oh, it's like the fastest growing sport in America. Yeah. Um la da I'm not picking up pickleball. So Right. Well, remember it you know, used to play in like PE and junior high, and you're like, oh man, pickleball. I am hitting a a wiffle ball softball with a paddle racket. See, and I now, wasn't lucky like you, Tim. Like, I went to I went to Catholic school and we, we played sharks and minnows. That was our activity. Uh, sharks yeah. and minnows. The only thing you guys were getting hit with is a ruler on your wrists, on your knuckles. On our knuckles. Yes. <laughs> on sir. your knuckles. But yeah, well, I mean, and the, the thing is is there's like with pickleball, uh actually I know he used to coach at uh Fresno State or was an assistant coach. His wife is like a professional player and he's um I guess you would say he's kind of like semi-pro um, on it. It's almost, well, it'd almost be like Venus and Serena Williams. Mm-hmm. Or like what? Venus was the the better, whichever one, you know, it's one of the better of the two, and then there is the Serena. other one. Serena, Serena, yeah. Serena, Serena was, was the, the better of the one. two, and then Venus was yeah. there. But then they play doubles and just tear it up. Um, kind of the same thing with that, but... Um, with him playing it, he also uh, he commentates that he's not playing in the tournament because his wife's, you know, sponsored and playing in the tournament. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Disney shares letter from from Animal Kingdom opening cast members in 1998 time capsule. Which fun fact, um, your godmother was there for the opening of the park. Oh, really? With. With, wait, is my cousin that old? Ninety-eight. Yeah. Twenty-five. Yeah. So she she was um on camera. She was on camera with Kelly Ripa because they were doing it live with Regis and Kelly there. Oh. And yeah. And basically was on TV for it because they were at the animal kingdom. So it was kind of cool. Um, uh, this one was, so the other day, guardians, of the galaxy cosmic rewind, virtual cube remained open until almost 8 PM at Epcot, uh, which is unheard of because that's the second newest ride. So I don't know. <laughs> right. I don't know. Um, Walt Disney world is suing uh, governor DeSantis and the D- district board. You know, it is what it is. This one, I read through the whole thing of this. So a guest got caught cooling off in the French Pavilion fountain. One person was standing in it. Two dudes were laying in it. Well, they were wearing a cheerleading team shirt. Well, yeah, turns they were out all, they yeah, were, all they, matching. And I, when I first saw it, I thought they were all just like matching. Oh, it's a family. They're wearing no. matching shirts, blah, blah, blah. No, And was, then I saw the other article come yeah. out. I'm like, oh. It was multiple different parents. It wasn't just the ones that were there on camera. The person started recording because the other people were doing the same thing. Um, they found out what team it was. Um, the team got bullied. And then the after that, they got disqualified. 
after their parents were seen swimming in the fountain. And then the organization who they are under actually is investigating it. It's probably going to boot them all off of the team for uh, that. You know, I don't know. Good job, um, parents. Uh, Walt Disney World cast member was arrested for recording upskirt videos of guests. Nice. Um, a New Jersey man was caught smoking, watching inappropriate stuff, and doing inappropriate stuff on Remy's Ratatouille adventure. Um, and they have caught. They have cameras everywhere. Don't forget that, kids. Um, and then a woman is kicked out of Disney World after a 20-year vacation. This is inaccurate. I read the article. They had to close the facilities because of COVID. And apparently she's suing, right? Isn't she suing? She's doing uh, something. The reason why it came up was basically she moved twice in two decades and she basically, she worked remotely and she just worked from there and she was, you know, she loved Disney, I guess. And when the Disney, the parks closed because of COVID the camping facilities, wherever she was, um, she got booted out and she was like, Oh, you know, you can't do that kind of thing. But it's kind of crazy. She was there for 20 years, which right. <laughs> there there was an influencer couple on YouTube that did it where they, they stayed at Disney for a month and they go, if you do it the right way and you save up your money, like they go, you could live at Disney for a year. And then I think a, family, a couple did and they would bounce around from hotel to hotel from week to week. Or they they would do the maximum number of time, amount of time you could book, which I think at Disney World is like I think it's four weeks. It's like twenty eight days is your maximum you can book at one hotel, and so they would use points and basically eventually it was cheaper than rent because they were from like a big city, and they ended up making it work. And you know, congratulations to twenty years, I guess. And, Right. And right. the thing is, is she didn't get any discounts and she had nope. to she didn't get any special privileges as far as booking or anything like that. She had a book, you know, when her time was up, had a book and, um, uh, you know, rebook it. But the thing is, is she was a vacation planner. So obviously she like knew the ins and outs on, on yes. how to do it. Yes. Um, the only thing that I would say is not necessarily that, you know. Like I said, she only had to move twice, but obviously with being there, like I said, she worked remotely because she was a vacation planner, um, that she was in communications with the front desk and basically like could kind of stay in her spot um, since she would, uh, you know, be staying there or quote unquote extending her stay. Right. Um, and like they said, you get no discounts, you know, whether you stay there one night or 20 years, it's it's the same mm -hmm. um, for it. So she just, you know, knew what to do, obviously, being a, a vacation planner um, on that and only had to move twice. So, um, I mean, good for her, but I don't know um, if she has a leg to stand on for being kicked out because of COVID. I mean, that'd be like people that plan their vacation at the hotels, you know, what you could plan it with 18 months in advance and they close the parks and you can't go or you'd be there one day and the next day it's closed. It'll be interesting because there isn't, um, 
what is it like long term stays? So she was just like a normal guest. Yeah, there. And I think that's the problem too is that basically we don't have the full story. So if we knew more, it might be different, but we don't know. Yeah, so they're saying that. Um, oh, never mind. It says the fan says um, that she's, yeah, suing when they closed down the resort, saying that she had a right to the spot based on how long she'd been living there. Yep. Okay. Yeah. No, you you don't have a right to the spot because it's not it's not your spot. You're just a guest there. I don't care. You know. Then it would almost be like you're a squatter. But since it was no, she doesn't own the spot. It'd be like me being in the same hotel room for 20 years, and then they close down and be like, "Oh, I have a right to that." It's like, no, no, you don't, because there's no long term or anything there. You're just another guess there so we'll see how how it goes they'll probably let her they'll probably have her come back in and do whatever i don't know but i mean yeah right i mean hey you've been living 20 years on uh disney property at you know the fort wilderness which is i mean if you're into that um uh type you know camping and whatnot hey Good, good for you. You know, people save up just to be there for, you know, a couple days, and you did it for twenty years. So, I mean, that's got to be yeah. a, a record or some kind. You know what I mean? Yeah, because and like I said, she didn't get any discount, and they said that, um, <coughs> excuse me, that the uh, pricing was a tent campsite is 76 to 105 a night and an RV is 150 to 250 a night. So there you go. So 76 time, what would it be? 365 times 20 times 76 and then two, 365 times 20 times 250. And there you go. That's how much she spent or the range that she spent. So, and you got to think, so if she was doing, I know that those vacation people, they get a percentage, especially, you know, my, my aunt, my aunt, who is Tim's godmother, used to do that, and mm-hmm. there you can make decent money doing that. So it probably wasn't out of the realm. And oh yeah, and a lot of people do it. I mean, it's however much you want to put into it. Yeah, people like have a nine to five job and then just do that. Um, as part, you know, as part time on the side. Yep, exactly. The, the big thing for her, I think, was if if she's at the parks, it probably does benefit her though too because she can tell you everything that's going on what you need to see what's closed actually and give yep. like live updates. So she probably had like a Facebook page eventually that was just like, do this, do that. So, um, oh, yeah. onto the Disneyland news to, um, finish this off as you've probably seen by now, um, Maleficent dragon caught fire during the Fantasmic show. Um, if you've watched, um, if you watch the video, you could see that there was a leak of some kind. There was there was a fluid leaking leaking from where the you know the connections go to the mouth to shoot the flames. Um, basically, it burned down. They're investigating it, and everyone was like, "Oh, it's going to be coming up." No, so the walls the walls are up on Tom Sawyer Island near where the fire site. So they're probably doing that. The canoes have reopened. Um, six cast members did get treated for smoke inhalation because they did try and put the fire out um 
And then, you know, the rumor is the Oles can open back up. No, they, they do have a backup dragon, but I think the fire is probably too extensive in that area because the dragon does come basically out of the ground. And yeah, dragon comes out of the ground. Um, they don't have a uh, a backup dragon because the old one, the head is in the archive museum. So mm. that one's not coming back, but they have a, a B mode, and that is a water screen that has the dragon projected on it because um, in the early years of it, that it was very temperamental, and sometimes it could still be temperamental um, on it. So, um, yeah, and I think, you know, and you could see in the video a lot of uh, uh, cast members there with, like, garden hoses and um, fire extinguishers, but, like, they weren't trying to put out the fire. It's like, holy, why are they spraying? Well, they were spraying the dock so the dock wouldn't catch fire or um or keeping the dock wet so i mean if it did catch fire it wouldn't spread that much um on it so which was good because the next day of course everyone all the bloggers rushed in um they did have extra morning out uh extra magic hours but that's only for um like the tomorrowland area of the park so once the whole park opened everyone rushed over there and uh, maintenance crews were seen putting up the scaffolding and some of them they had a tarp on what essentially what was the head of the dragon but if you got there like right when it opened there is some pictures of the head of the dragon not under the tarps and then mm-hmm. they got that scaffolding up quick to hide the um, mechanics of of the dragon uh, put a scrim up and then now they have like you said the fence um, all the way around the decking, not just around where the dragon comes up, but all the way around to the front of of the island, that whole uh, deck area in front of the mill. Yeah, so um, they said at least till the 14th. So basically, um, we're going to not see anything for at least about two and a half weeks. So we will see what happens. And um, hopefully when they comes back, it'll be bigger and better. Yeah, we'll see. Um, the Disney, uh, the turnstiles and ticketing experience downtime at Disney Resort guests briefly unable to un- enter the parks. I've never seen that before ever. Um, they did have it at Disney World a couple of years ago when the AWS, the Amazon website service, went down because that's what they used over there. Um, so I know that was an issue, but as far as Disneyland. Um, it was only for, I want to say, like an hour, maybe two. Uh, and, I mean, their system was completely down. I guess uh, they said at the parking structure they were giving out handwritten tickets uh, as their um, proof. And, um, yeah, I think they just had to do a, a reset, whether it's uh, unplug it, plug it back in or whatnot. And then once the systems came back up, they were... Good to go. But the thing was, is if you were out in the Esplanade or uh, wherever, I mean, if you were in the park, you were good. But if you weren't or trying to get in, yeah, so sorry. So sorry. Um, Disney's Halloween Festival returns to Disneyland Paris October 1st. Should have fun with that. I know Halloween's not as big over there. Um, windows are now covered at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in downtown Disney District. Before they just changed the sign and now they're covering the windows. So right, and they did. That. 
And they did put a sign back up, but it's not the saxophone or anything like that. It's more of just, just a plain a sign, generic looking sign. It kind of stinks, but yeah, I think I we think, talked about. I think we talked about that last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about them taking down the sign. So yeah, now it's just a generic, but it looks to go with the the theming of it. So it kind of kind of stinks that there isn't, you know, that big saxophone there. It's just says Jazz Kitchen. Yeah. Um, Peter Pan's Flight, Mr. Toad's, Alice in Wonderland, and Ariel's Undersea Adventure at Disneyland Resort are all closing for refurbishment at one time. That's crazy. Right? So you got half of Fantasyland down. Yeah. Yeah. Half of Fantasyland. That's crazy. Um, we did get a first look at the Run Disney Disneyland Half Marathon Weekend 2024 themes. Um, I didn't look at it. I'm not interested because it makes me depressed whenever I see it. Because I had fun doing it, but it's just undoable now. So um, maybe once the kids are a little bit older, you know, we'll have one born here soon. And so maybe when they get older, they can go with mom and dad and do one. But for now, no. Um, and then lastly, I may have to... You may need to go if they if the sipper is available when when you go back. I may have you get this for me because there is a new Star Wars Grogu sipper coming to Disneyland for May the fourth. We don't know how long it's going to be there for. As usual, it could be for the day. It could be for, you know, what I mean, you know, it could right. be for you know, two months. We don't know, but it is adorable. It is absolutely adorable. Right. No, exactly. And it could just be, you know, just for May. And that that's it. Like I said, don't don't know and see how long or the um how popular it is. Yeah, well obviously it's it's Grogu, dude. It, you know it's gonna it's gonna sell out so fast. Right. But you think of that with some of the popcorn buckets and there's you know, plenty of them that are there. On, yeah, on, but on, on on some of them. So I think it all depends on um, how many they make. You know, are they going to well, say that I, it's I, limited I, edition or, you know, limited time and then everyone's going to buy them? Or, you know, I think like the first couple of days, I think everyone's going to be there and going to want to buy them. But then if they see that they're still there, then it's like, eh, whatever. Well, I feel like there's a lot of stuff that comes out. So, like, they, I remember when they did the poison apple cup the first time, and I happened to just be there and I got one. And I was like, oh, hey, sweet. And then um, I was there for the first day of the 100th. And the second day, I bought the poison apple cup mug across the way. And I actually got that for the wife's friend who usually brings my son's stuff back from Disneyland when she goes. And um, the lady was like, oh, I was just buying a Gatorade. She's like, oh, if you get that, the Gatorade comes free. And I was like, oh, okay, you know, it's a couple bucks more. It's not expensive. It's a right. small little mug. And it's got the silver on top, the platinum for the 100th anniversary. But when they did the second round of the Poison Apple Cups before, they ended up, I think it was like, I want to say they were like, they're able, there were some people as people ran in to get them. They're available everywhere to see them. There's kiosks everywhere. Don't, don't push because people thought that they were limited and they weren't. So this, this mug could be limited. It could be not. I mean, we'll see what happens. Right. Yeah, exactly. 
but uh, I want to thank everyone for coming through. Uh, greatly appreciate it. Uh, Mr. J, Mr. Stranger for helping Tim, trying to help him get him back on Plunder. It is greatly appreciated. We have a nice long one for you because we love Plunder so much. So uh, for the FOMO cast, I'm Chris. And I'm Tim. And we'll see you guys next time.